Whoa, hold up a minute. Have you really made it to this episode and not shared this with anyone? Just, just go ahead and pause it right here and share it with one of your friends who could use a laugh or might enjoy the banter. And on behalf of my co-hosts and I, thank you for the support. Now let's get into this episode of Sorry About Your Feelings. We're coming back to another episode of How's About Sign Feelings. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Well, that's what we get for letting us <laughs> do the intro. That was the, oh, that was so the greatest intro we've ever done. Welcome back. How's everybody's week been? Exciting. Fun. Anything interesting happening? Is anybody else? I know the ice queen is out uh, on I'm the east out, coast right now. I'm out yonder. For a wedding. What on the yonder way? Yep, for a yeah, wedding. For the for a wedding that you that we we talked about the uh, bachelorette yes. party for this one, correct? Yes, a same oh. wedding for that okay. that couple. And so I came out yesterday, chilling, helping with all of the stuff, getting everything organized. Today I got to write calligraphy on a bunch of envelopes because the groom thought that would be really cool for me to do. <laughs> He's that like, sounds... do you know how to do this? I bought this pen. I was like, I mean, kinda. It sounds like you, you, you paid to do work. Kinda. It's like the opposite of what you should be doing. Kinda, <laughs> kinda. They've been giving me booze so far, so. Oh, oh, Flat, so they're yeah. okay. It's an even trade. <laughs> and then you know, I get to help herd their children. And when somebody sees a card, you can be like, "That was that was the end of the night. <laughs> that doesn't look good at all." There's only one that looks really shitty because I forgot how oh. to do a J in calligraphy. Oh, I, well, I don't have a J, oh. so I know it's not mine. I was hoping it was mine. No, it's not for that. Thank God. Oh my God, I would have murdered them <laughs> if it was for like place cards. Yeah. So, Bizzle, anything going on with you? Uh, no, no, no. Nothing. Did you work out today? Not yet. Well, kind of. I went at like midnight last night, so I worked out till like three in the morning. I'm on this really crazy flippy floppy schedule, Schedule? which is more like you're nocturnal. Yeah, I'm very nocturnal. You you don't have a schedule. You're nocturnal. I'm still in the corn times. All right, don't judge me. So I know that's coming up though. Coming up, the three of us will be in the same place for one weekend, very shortly. Oh my god! In In about two weeks. Yeah, we're doing a meetup. We are doing a meetup, and it is going to be a shit show. I I think the out more like meetup, right? M e a t meet. uh, I mean, Bizzle did. Are you referring to yourself as meat or us as meat? I'll I'll be the meat. Bizzle did. Mm. You know, we have a group chat going for this, and Bizzle did suggest that we throw a bunch of mattresses on the basement floor and see what happens. So literally, I said, "Let's see what happens." And everyone's like, "Orgy, orgy!" Bizzle's yeah. just an orgy. I'm like, "No, I just said put some beds down and see what happens." Wherever your minds wander, that's where I, I see what's going on with you. I'm just, I'm just saying. There is, there's as of right now, the count is I think 14 or 15 of us staying in my house. Is going to be a very interesting weekend, and my recycling bin is going to be full for two weeks following this. I still guaranteed. Think, I still think my favorite was when one of our friends was like, "Her and her boyfriend get the queen," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> oh yeah, and you then I was like, "Oh, you guys you. are talking about the bed size." And you're like, oh, yeah. Wow, hmm. it was more fun the other way. <laughs> 
Hmm. I was like, wow, I didn't know we were going to put that in the group chat. (laughs) (laughs) I have three beds to fill up this this coming weekend that we have. And then, uh, yeah, so I basically decided like first come, first serve, whoever gets here. And if you don't show up with an air mattress... I, I already you you That's you true. and uh, you and Dipples have a have a mattress designated Ooh. for yourselves. She doesn't sleep with other people. Give her a twin, and I get a regular bed because I'll share. No, no, you can't do that because it's my son's bed, and he said I only people I've met can sleep in my bed. Oh, okay, yeah, that that works. But she won't sleep with me. That's fine. She can have she can have that bed. She can have the floor too. <laughs> I'm just saying she won't sleep with another person. I know this. Yeah, so I've got I've got the couch, um, which is actually a pretty comfortable couch. I don't think it'd be hard to sleep on. We got Bizzle's hobo mat. Yeah, um, and then I told people to bring air mattresses. I know one person's bringing air mattresses. I have like three mattress. air mattresses. I think you, I if you could do me a solid, you could probably bring those, and we'll just fill well, them. Somebody's up when get gonna here. have to come and get me. But yeah, I got the oh, air mattress. What if we turn them into water beds and fill them with water? No, <laughs> no, absolutely no. not. I did some yard work, though. I did some yard work. I have a four-foot to five-foot tall bonfire ready to go with, like... That's a lot of bonfires, sir. I have a, I have a six-foot wide, like, designated bonfire area. How many Burn trees down, are Pookie. above this? Uh, it's opened around it. The, the closest tree is about 15 to 20 feet away. Okay. Uh, I also have a bonfire pit, like, right out the one door. Uh, did you know that it's not good for the environment to burn cardboard? Yes. Why? Depends on the type of car- if it's cardboard or chipboard. It's cardboard because of, or, uh, but it's because of the ink in the said cardboard. So if it's mostly plain, it's not bad. So what are you calling? What kind of cardboard are you talking about? If it's got print, if it's got anything printed on it, how is that any different than paper being burnt? It's the same thing. If you burn the ink, it's not good. No, but like cereal boxes are not. That's chipboard. It's not cardboard. Okay, well, I'm not talking about that. And like stuff like like that you don't want to because it's like plastic coated and all the ink and everything. Yeah, Yeah, I could see Because I like, I broke down a bunch of boxes and I'm like ready for this like fire. boxes have? have that much print on them? I have a couple of things that I got shipped to me that were like, they like, it's not a bunch of stuff. It's not a bunch. It's not really a bad thing. He bought a hundred dollars um, worth of printed boxes. Okay. Yeah. Just, just for this weekend. No. I don't um, know what you're talking about. Now you burned them. So we'll never know. No, I haven't burned them. No, we're going to burn them. I'm saving there. them. We're just, yeah. Fucking the environment. I need to know what this we box are. looks like. I want a picture of it later. I want to well, know what's in later. it. You'll see it when you get here. I don't want to wait that long. What's in the box? in the box um anyways um what else what else is going on in my week oh update update on navy girl um navy the entire week yeah the navy girl that we talked about with like she makes boyfriends what take out her tampons oh the weirdo so you follow and pay for for the last week she has been obsessed with the fact that she's like i think i'm pregnant i think i'm pregnant but not only that, she finally got her back pay for her being married, and she goes out and gets a fucking nose ring. So? She's in the fucking military. You can't have a nose ring. Well, that seems like, dumb, then. You, you can't have... Yeah, I don't exactly. know. It's, the Navy's pretty crazy. You can have hand tattoos in the Navy. But you cannot have piercings on your face. What if you said it was for, just uh, if it was for religious reasons? Yes, no, you can. Yes, you no, can. No, you can't. I bet no, you, you for can't. religious reasons. She Ooh, is. I bet. I, I bet you. I'm go right. look up. Go look up the orders. But I'm going to tell you, 
uh, she cannot have facial piercings anyways. So she goes out and gets this. And I mentioned to her, I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you spend the money to do that when it's against regulations? And she's like, I don't know. Like it's, if I can't take it out because it's going to close back. Well, you can't wear it in uniform. Like what, what, why, why would you do this? And then, and then later in the week, most recently, well, pro- actually, well, I'll, you know, I, I'll, I'll go back a little bit. She was talking about how she thinks she's pregnant for like the fourth time. Because apparently every time this girl has sex, she thinks she's pregnant afterwards. Well, she's not pregnant because she drew on the fucking pee stick. She made her husband li- like she wiped it on him. Like Did he hold it? I could, no, he wiped it on him. She wiped it on him. And he was like, what, the pee? why the fuck are you doing this? This is so disgusting. The pee or she, the stick? she shortened the video. What? The pee or the stick? She, what did she wipe the, on him? The pee stick. Okay. The, where she peed. Got it. She wiped it on him. Hey, it's sterile, and I like the taste. Note Ooh. to self, or uh, not note to self, but uh, just if you're, anybody out there is wondering, she is not pregnant. Good to know. But. I wasn't. But. Also, no, that was a uh, quote from Dodgeball, just so everyone knows. I do. <laughs> can't say I've ever uh, drank pee, so. No. You sure? Positive. No, but last episode you figured out that you have been peed on. Yes, I did not realize that, but now I but, did realize. But it. now you have. Yeah. Um, wasn't for as fun a reasons as some people like. <laughs> no, no. So, like, I guess, I guess, like, looking at her podcast or not her podcast, but looking at her Snapchat and this, like, I started to see like similarities with like kind of her age group in in podcast in 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 what they share on social media. And I started to realize that they have like zero self reliance. Has it, have either you guys noticed that like younger generation like having no self reliance whatsoever? Um, in some ways, yeah. I don't know that it's always just younger, but yes. I think I, like there's I things think, that I feel like were very much you had to know. You it was like kind of common sensey things to be able to do when we were little, and now it's not that way. I. How about how about you, Bizzle? Um, sorry, I was still looking up the uh, <laughs> the chapter two grooming standards. Uh, I think you're right. Actually, I don't think you're allowed facial piercings. So, props. But you can, however, get other tattoos or body art if it's yes. for religious reasons. So, anywho, yes, uh, yeah, self reliance is definitely something I've noticed that is lacking a lot more nowadays. I feel like back in the day, people would figure out shit, and now it's like. They just throw up their hands and go, oh, shit. Like, like yeah, yeah, it's like if you can't Google it in five seconds, you're like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I've literally had employees of mine back when I was managing be like, I didn't I didn't know. And I'm like, you didn't know that you had to go get like a mop or a kid was like, well, I don't know how to mop. And I'm like, all right, all right. Show, I'll show you once. And then like later on, he was like, yeah, but now what? I'm like, it's mop. It's what you're literally mopping. It's not that I showed you. Like what do you, what do you mean what? let it dry or dry mop it like what like is it is it the peop is it the generation or was they okay let me before I do age people was that a younger somebody younger than you yes they were at the time so this was about three years ago and two three years ago and they were I think the youngest hire we had was like seventeen so so full in Gen Z right there sure question mark. I don't know. Because we're millennials, Gen Z's after us. Okay, then yes. 
So, I mean, like, there's, I mean, Gen Z is very good at like making money well, in random ways. Let me just but... say, don't generalize like that. We got a baby boomer over here in uh, Ice Queen. I am not. Oh, we had made it so many episodes without making fun of her age. (laughs) She was probably like, it's over. I finally passed it. And now Mm -hmm. I am not a boomer. I'm technically still a millennial. I believe it. Yeah. Yes. We all of us are. You're only like a year or two older than us. Well, no, I know, but I felt like. Yeah, you thought you were like. I felt like where I'm at should be Gen X. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I but technically so, I'm still a millennial, which I was like I'm way at the top end though. Yeah. Yeah, both of us top are because you're class. only I think you're only like a year older than me. Ish. Yeah. Give or take. And like two more uh, than me because I'm a baby. I'm a baby. Yes. You're, you're the baby in the age group. But I think it's look it, at this little it's, Gen Zer. Oh. I think it's <laughs> Oh, now you can make fun of him for being Gen Z. Oh, but it's no, so he has more common. He has way more common sense than most people. Oh, I'm yes. a millennial. I mean, I guess that's common sense. People doing stupid shit. Like, okay, okay. I had today somebody send me something about Netflix, and somebody is still using their account. And they're like, "I'm like, so change the password." And they're like, "I can't. I don't have access to that that email address anymore. So why don't you go and try to you know get the new password for that?" Oh, it's been too long. I forgot what the password is. No, why don't you try to like, you know, get the password reset for you? Oh, it's it's going to take too much. Okay, well, how long have they been like on your Netflix account? Like a year? So you paid $15 a month for your ex-boyfriend to watch Netflix every month on your account. And you you don't want to do it. There's $180 that you spent to to let your ex watch something on TV. Well, I guess I'm just lazy. No shit, you're fucking lazy. If you're not trying to do anything to la- come on. Yeah. Like what is going through your head that you're just like, I mean, I'm just going to it's like it's 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 okay. I'm just going to let it go. Are you that non-confrontational? Well, no, I have people in my lives that are like that where they're just like, "Eh, but they'll like the funny thing is they'll do more to complain about something or be like, this is so fucked up. Then they will. Then the effort it takes to like, absolutely fix it. Like literally, I remember a person in my life. I'm not going to name names just because it, you guys will probably know they're close to me, (laughs) but anyways, she's, she's pretty crazy. And she was winding up a storm about her, her boss and this and that. And I'm like, okay, well what you need to do. And I, gave a quick rundown i'm like you need to just send an email saying this start carbon copying their boss or your hr like you know if you feel like any kind of retaliation could be in effect or whatever and just there you go i'm like trust me you'll be fine and it was like yeah but no i don't want to do that because this and that and i don't want to get them in trouble and i'm like you literally just complained for like 45 minutes about how you you're like worried and how you're you know anxious to work and all this stuff but you won't take the steps that literally take two minutes, you know, like to try and fix anything. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, fuck. I don't know. I I think I have a special distaste for people who are like this because I used to be one of them. Yeah. And Ice Queen, I don't you didn't know that side of me too much. Uh Bizzle's known me long enough to know that like there was a part of my time my life when I was just like, I did that. I complained about everything before I and I wouldn't do I I 
it wasn't that I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know the steps to get there. And I was like, well, fuck it. Until I finally just said, screw it. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I need to change something. But it seems very common that people are are so... um, so apt to just give up than actually do something to, to better themselves or better their situation. Well, like, it's easier. I complained about it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's just easier. I complained. I mean, it's really not. It's, it's not, it seems it's easier. not actually. Yeah. Right, but it seems easier. Yeah. yeah like, a... oh, I hate my job, right? Mm-hmm. And then what are you going to do to change it? Nothing. Oh, then I'm stressed out because of my job. Now this is, impacts your personal life. Now this impacts multiple parts of your life. But it's you're not going to do anything about it, and it's it's something simple, right? Yeah. Now I have a girlfriend who uh, she had a job that she absolutely hated, and she would call me, and we would talk, you know, a couple times a week or whatever. And every time it was, man, I I hate this, or I hate my boss, or blah blah blah. And I'd be like, well, what do you want to do? And it was like, well, I want to find a job doing this. And I was like, well, have you updated your resume? No. Have you applied anywhere else? No. Have you looked to see if there's something open that you want? No. And I'd be like, have you talked every to time, like, Have you done? Well, right. Anything? And after, after so many weeks of the same complaints, every time we talked, I was like, have you done any of these things that you said you were going to do? No. Then I don't want to hear about it. Exactly. And it got to the point where literally when we would call, she'd call her, I'd call her. And if she brought it up, I'd be like, have you done anything? No then I don't want to hear one word about your job and how much you hate it. I just don't want to hear it. Yeah. I'm tired of listening to you. You must be comfortable with it. Complain about it. Yeah, you must be that comfortable much. with exactly. it. Exactly. And giving you the same exact advice every fucking week and yeah. you won't listen. Like, it's fine. If, if, Enjoy your shitty life. I just don't want to hear about it. Let's talk about something else. If any of you guys out there listening have friends like this, like, seriously, just this is this is where you draw the line. You're like, okay, Here's here's what you need to do about it. If you're not gonna change, don't don't complain anymore. Like you you only if you decide to change something, if you decide to take one step towards fixing the situation, you can complain about the steps that you took and how it's not working out the way that you wanted to because you actually did something to change the situation. But if you other than otherwise, you're just you know the definition of insanity. You're doing the same thing over and over, expecting the same results. Yeah, different exactly. Results. <clears throat> Correct. Oh, yes. Different results. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for that. Well, I'll, I'll thank uh, Four Roses. Plug of the week. Four Roses. Single. Single. I can't single, even say single, it. Single barrel. Single Four Roses. Single barrel whiskey. You drink this whiskey and you're going to get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, you are. It's 116-ish proof. But wow. Yeah, no, I don't know. Ish uh, proof. I just feel like, like I kind of got to agree with you, Doc, because I was definitely that way, too, where I have realized now that for a while I was very uh, complacent, I guess. You know what I mean? Where I was like, I'd be like, man, things suck. And I would just like whine about it. Right. But in my head, I'm like, I'm doing something by talking about it. But I, I wasn't. Know if act- you can say that's complacent, though. Uh, yeah, I would say so. Because you're. I think I think I think accepting is more is a better because complacency. I don't know. I, I think depending I on the situation, could. it could be complacency. <sighs> Yeah. Or acceptance. Like, I can't do any, like, you've accepted your situation rather than, complacency is like, I'm not going to do anything about it. But I think you were, you had accepted because you had tried so many different routes. Yeah. And none of them worked out. That's, that's the only reason that like springs in my head where it's like, it's not complacency because complacency is you didn't do a damn thing about it. You took 
steps to go outside of that, but it just never. Yeah, but like nothing at the same ever time, caught on. Like to, to call myself out, I was also taking like baby steps instead of like because I was like, okay. well, my comfort zone's here. I don't want to go too far away from my comfort zone. You're like, as soon as you got close to it and you saw that line, you're like, mm, yeah, I, I'm close. I'd like baby step over it. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going to go back, you know, but now I'm at a point where I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> like, fuck I'm it. Like, I think we thank the pandemic for that. Like, there's a lot of people who have stretched the like the boundaries, but there's also a lot of people who have like become the opposite as that. They, they've been very, um, how would you say, like, they've become. Uh, uh, enclosed into their their life right is there a way to say that like just happy secluded? to be at home like the no like they're, they're they're very stuck in their ways i guess have you seen the, have you seen the the meme that's going around I right guess. now and it's Which like one? people working at home in sweatpants and it's like a cat and it's like way in like a glass wall like at a pound or whatever or a vet clinic and it shows like the vet reaching in to grab it or the tech person and it says Pfizer. And it's like the cat like holding on for dear life as it's being dragged across the window. <laughs> back. It's like instead of I, going to work. That's funny. I have never seen that one. Oh, it's I, been all over I've, Facebook. I've read when a, I find it, I'll send it to you. Perfect. I've read a couple articles about like that that whole situation of return to work. It's not we're not gonna return most businesses businesses have realized that we're not gonna return to work the same way that we did before. There there has to be an offered hybrid because at this point we are we are approaching sixteen months of of a normalcy. Like we, we talked in December and January about creating habits. We are long past habits here. Yeah. I mean I mean well no, we're only at like a year, at least in Chicago standards, because the lockdown was just before St. Patty's. We are. Wh- what I'm it's saying right, is we're, we're past a year. We're before, a- but like after the yeah. weekend thing. Yeah, we're over a year by like we're over five 12 days. <laughs> but still, it took take. What did we say? It takes 21 days to form a new habit. Yeah. I'm pretty sure a 12 months plus five days is a lot more than 21 days. It doesn't make it closer to 18 months, though. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I know math is not my strong suit, <laughs> it, but... It makes it closer to 18 uh, months than 21 days. That's not what we were saying, though. All right, children, children, go to your corners. <laughs> it's just reached a semantics level that makes me want to hit him. <laughs> She's going to reach through the internet. It's a usual thing. I mean, sometimes. I got hit in the face today. I feel like I should hit someone else. Yeah. And this time it wasn't by balls. No, I know. Ooh, it was that's a, that's She's she's definitely a ball chinian. <laughs> not a ball chinian. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying balls aren't on my chin, but... <laughs> They're not on your chin right now. Currently. But yeah. Have I had a couple on my chin? Maybe. Nobody knows. <laughs> I think a couple is... Based on some of the stories that you've told... Uh, I, don't I don't know, know can... what you're talking about. Yeah. I've never done any of a these A lady things. doesn't kiss and tell. I... Should we scrub the last, like, half a year's worth of episodes to make sure that she doesn't kiss and tell? I've never kissed and told about anyone that I cared about. 
nice. Oh, <laughs> I catch that. That's a good save. That's a good save. Just not going to talk about anybody in particular. I don't care about almost anyone. So <laughs> I was going to say, it. I was like, oh, okay, so a lot of free game there. A lot of free game. <laughs> yeah, I guess we we go into that. But what what do you think it is that causes people to be this way these days? Like, I mean, of whatever age group, whatever person that they want, like, what the hell scares the shit out of people out of making making steps or changes? Like, I'm I've been broke. I've been on the wrong side of broke a few times where I had more more numbers with a negative sign in front of them than I can, you know, or I'd like to admit. Um, I just want like, what do you think it is? What stops people from like fixing the things that are going on? I really don't necessarily always know. I think, like you said, sometimes it's just like not wanting to get out of your comfort zone, but like it doesn't make any sense to me because I legit don't like something. I'm like, bye. Like, I mean, that was after that 10 and a half year relationship where I was like, maybe I should stop doing these things. I would always feel bad. Like my, my big thing was I was raised like, really care about other people and like everything right and i'm not saying no one else i'm not trying to imply anything like that but what i'm saying is i was raised that way so i will genuinely feel bad like if i don't do something for someone i was just talking to someone about this i'll genuinely feel bad so saying no to me is very hard and then i was raised to like oh you know like especially when it comes to work let's say work ethic wise like you know you do the job you like stick it out shit sucks like you you stick through for your team and like uh you know you just like kind of work away like you gain uh what do you call it seniority you know so you like want to stick and prove yourself and i hate to say it but Mm -hmm. the, the world doesn't work that way anymore uh most companies fucking churn people through the the meat grinder real quick and they just want to hire for less and they don't really give a shit about you which sucks but it's a fact of the matter i mean there are some good companies out there i'm not saying that there aren't but for the most part a lot of these big businesses don't give a fuck about you you're just another you know name and another number so yeah i think a lot of people have have figured that game out too like there's there's we all put we all possess multiple personalities without realizing it we have the we have the personality of who we are at work and who we let our work friends know we are. We have our personal, you know, at home, like who who we are at, at home. And then we also have portray ourselves differently on social media. Yeah, I'm going to cut through some of that, though, because, Doc, when you were when you were in the Marine Corps, <laughs> I'm pretty sure you at work. I mean, I guess with not probably to your subordinates, but like to those around you, they probably knew who you were. Uh Ice Queen and I being service industry. A service industry is a very open industry. I swear to God, I have heard some. There's a lot of talk about what Things happened last night. Thought. Yeah, like just, no one cares. I mean, literally, I would have the like the the epitome of like a high school, you know, like palm cheerleader, like whatever. And she'd come up to me and be like, "Hey, can you watch my table real quick? I gotta, I've gotta really take a bad poop. Like whatever." And you're like, "Wait, what?" That went to happen back in high school, but in the service industry, that's completely normal. Like, I do it all the time to my boss. Like, hey, I go take a shit, watch yeah. my bar. Yeah, he'll be like, "Ugh," I'm like, "Shit happens, dude. I don't want to talk about this." Pun intended. <laughs> well, for uh, reference. I just nice. sent you that meme, by the way, guys. Um, I think, I, I, I don't know. Like, I, I in 
Bizzle, to your point, like in the military, like there was a point where the, the line had to change. So you, you, you would oftentimes find yourselves being promoted with your, like from a peer group and you'd be then become their boss or become senior to them. And it was a very different experience because you'd have to be stuck around them for a little while. But after, after that, like you had to, like you, we would change duty stations. We change units we do all that stuff so then it became how we we presented ourselves differently so you got to change who you were but i mean as as far as work-life balance that's like the military is a little bit different because your work and your life are the same fucking thing yeah it's not like in any of it yeah it's not like it's not like now i can walk into my workplace be like go fuck and i can do I can do my job. No, I can't say that. I mean, you could. But I can do my job yeah. for you eight You might not hours. work there anymore, can- but you could literally just walk in and be like, hey, I don't yeah. I don't like you. You're a piece of shit. Go fuck yourself. But I, could also, I can also walk in there, do my job, and somebody complains about it, and I get fucking fired. Yeah. I mean, that seems reasonable, though. But no. If I'm told this is what you have to do, and then somebody complains about it, and then they come back, and you're like, mm, you're going to lose your job over this. Like, that shit happened to me today. That's every like, job. I'm like... It's very, it's very, it's very like close to the heart on this one because I fucking did my job to try and help somebody out. And then they turned what I did on me and replied to a whole bunch of fucking email addresses, sent an email, uh, an email out to a whole bunch of people with dot gov in their fucking email addresses for me helping them out. Ruh-roh. Yeah. So like now I'm like, oh shit, am I going to have a fucking job in a week? Because I told you to go somewhere else to get a better deal, get a better situation and told you what you would need. And if it doesn't work out, let me know. I'll help you out here. That pisses me off. That's, that's, this is kind of, I guess this is at the heart of the self-reliance issue is you like my job. I help people. I help people get, get things that they need. If you don't do anything, I can't fucking help you. If you don't reach out, if you don't do do some due diligence on your own, I can't fucking help you. So if you sit there and you're like, well, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks, but you did absolutely nothing to help the situation that you're in, what the fuck is wrong with you? Do you have any right to call somebody out if you did absolutely nothing? Like you did this and it, well, it didn't work out. And then somebody comes along and tries to help you and then you're like, it's his fault it didn't work out. Fuck off. Like for real, that's that's the situation that I'm in right now, and it pisses me off because I've been in that. I've been on the opposite side. Sound kind of butthurt. They really got hurt your feelings for you trying to help them. That sucks. Yeah, because I'm fucking okay. Cool. I have a house. I have a kid. I have all this stuff, and like I tried to help you, and now you're like, mm, I'm gonna send this email with a whole bunch of government emails on complaining about you trying to help me. I, I yes. I should be able to help them in all capacities. I should be able to help them, but there are certain there are certain stipulations that uh, that prevent me from being able to help them, and I have to say no to people. And this is one of those situations that I had to say no to someone, or you know. Well, but I, if you have to say no, and then they're gonna snipe, like, then just say no next time. Don't do the extra mile and try and tell them another way to do it. Yeah, no, no kidding. Like, I the the email was probably took them. <sighs> probably 20 minutes or 30 minutes to construct. It was probably a 5,000 word essay and they pinpointed, they, they, they picked and chose what they wanted to hear from the conversation. And they didn't come back to me and ask me for help. Even though I said, just let me know. I, I will still help you. But that's the problem. Like people, people, people are the, the people find somebody to blame 
Rather than taking onus on well, their own actions, they would rather pinpoint and blame other people. And this is this is the same thing. Like, oh, I don't want to do this. Well, it's th- because somebody made it too difficult to do this. Now, I will say this much. I have, and I'm going to relate one to workplace. I've literally heard someone say, my boss is so mean, this, 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 this. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, he's such an asshole. He stresses me out and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then they explain to me what their job is, right? And I'm like, okay. And what's your boss asking of you and it's like to do your to do my job and i'm like i you don't get to be mad about i'm like i'm not so sure it's them being a dick if like you're fucking off like the the same person was like i'm like so i find out from other people like oh yeah they were dicking off like fucking around on facebook and doing this and stuff and they've gotten caught multiple times like not doing their work i'm like well of course their boss isn't gonna be happy with them you know it's like that's do your fucking job so like in the same way of, I guess, of having like the onus of, you know, blame, like I, I, maybe that's it. It's easier now to blame other people than to just like, or maybe it's it more seems, acceptable. I don't, I don't fucking it know. Seem, it I, I think both are right. It seems so easy to blame somebody else. It seems so easy and it seems like acceptable to blame somebody else for your own shortcomings. Like you either you either have to choose to take control of your life and take control of your situation and do better, or you can choose to continue doing the same thing and complain and live the same life without any betterment. Yeah. I mean, I also know people that have had some like really, really fucking rough goes, you know, where like shit just <clears throat> medical shit and like life shit. Right, Murphy and, Murphy's law times. Yeah. And it's like just yeah. everything's hitting them, you know, and it's like Damn, when it rains, it pours. And they're still going along hunky-dory like, hey, it'll get better. You know, it's like, props. Right, got to keep chugging. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, like, yeah, this is a tough time. I'll just keep moving forward and I'll get through it. I'm like, fuck it. Hey, right. Like, that's the way to be in my mind. There, there are definitely people like I have. I have somebody who's like I met earlier this year that is super happy and super loves life. And this tiniest things makes them makes them excited. And it's just like. Man, I fucking wish it was that easy to just like, like just see something so simple and so pure, this, and just be super excited about. it. Is this it. a male or a female? It is a female. Has she seen your penis? Because you're talking about tiny things making her happy. <laughs> Bading. I knew that was coming, and I saw that happening, and I still accepted it. Yeah, well, like, I'm talking about somebody well, who at, fucking got new growing. wipers. Somebody who got <laughs> new windshield wipers on their car. <laughs> Somebody who got new windshield wipers on their car and being like, it's so fucking awesome. Like, it clears my, like, it, that, the, the simplicity in that. And it's like, well, yeah, for like $14, you can get like a clear vision when it rains out. But it's it's so, it's the excitement that comes with them is like, I, I envy that on how easy things can be to, to, to be excitable about. And I don't have that. Like, I used to hate everything about everything going through life. Like, the Marine Corps, everything just sucked so much. And then I finally started taking control of my life, and things got better. I think I think there's a, there's a big thing there. So, I think the people that can choose happiness like that and, like, find happiness in the small little things. Uh, I think you said it. It's choice. It's choice, for sure. And then for the other thing of it, I think they have big goals, right? Like they have future goals, but it's not, they're not locked on these, like, that's all I'm looking for. Right. They also live in the moment, you know? So they have like, that sh- is very true short term goals. And then they live in the moment. So it's like, 
you know, they just go with the flow. And people like that, yeah, it's it's cool when you meet them because they are genuinely like they might have an off day here or there. But for the most part, they are genuinely like, you know, I used to have this girl that I, I managed. And no matter what, I, sh- I think one day, one day she was down and it was like her grandma had passed and like they were very, very close. And she was still like cracking jokes, but I could tell something was off. So I was talking to her and she broke down crying a bit. And I was like, come to the office, like, come here, you know, hang out. And she loves Starburst. So I had a bag of Starburst. I'm like, hey, these are all yours. Eat as many as you want. Hang out in here, you know, just like whatever. And she was like, no, like, no, I've got work to do. I'm like, no, just trust me. Like, hang out. You're good. You know, chill, relax. Yeah. So we ended up in there and we were just like bullshit and like joking around and stuff. And like ended up, you know, she talked a lot about her, you know, what happened and stuff. But she was genuinely like the happiest, bubbliest person I've ever met. And it was the same way. Like small, stupid things would make her happy. And, like, on my last day there, I remember I was like, hey, I'm, like, transferring over here. And she ended up writing this, like, big letter and, like, all this stuff and got it all signed by people that worked there. Like, it was really cool. And she was like, you know, she was like, hey, like, I just want to, like, thank you again. Like, on my on my tough days, you've always been here. And I'm like, you have tough days? You know what I mean? Like, in my head, I'm like, holy shit, you have tough days? Because just super fucking happy doesn't even seem like it. I think... I think I brought up this podcast. I don't know if it was on here before. It's it is, is a podcast um, of a guy named Ed Milet, and it's called Blissful Dissatisfaction. It's And this is kind of goes along with it, right? So it's living in the moment. Like if you don't live in the moment and, and enjoy these pure little happiness things in your life, when you reach those big goals and you reach those big successes, you don't know how to live them you don't know how to enjoy them because you've never felt enjoyment along the way and this 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 podcast hit me really close because i did that like i didn't take personal enjoyment on a lot of the little things and like these little things throughout life like oh i passed this class or oh i did this or oh i accomplished this or i did this but then when i got to my big goals it was just like another little thing like graduating school like buying a house, getting a great job, like doing all of these, these big things. It's just like, it's another walk day walk in the park. I, I didn't enjoy any of like, sure. It feels cool, but now it's like, now I don't have goals because I, I haven't, I haven't been able to define new goals. I've reached all these things, but there was no big satisfaction at the end of it. Like I got this, right. this is where it is. You're expecting like this grandiose climax and you're like, Oh, I'm here. Now what? It's, and I think it's because I didn't take any satisfaction in the small the way, right. victories that I yeah. had. Yeah. So you just, instead of like going up each step, I mean, you went through the steps, but you didn't like enjoy like, wow, I'm one step closer. I didn't celebrate. Yeah. You're like, fuck it. There's the end goal. So, you know, you just saw start to finish and you're like, made it cool. But yeah. And I, I think, I think maybe, maybe nowadays people should like, they look at these big goals. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I couldn't imagine going through shit now and being like hating everything and not knowing how to accomplish anything. It just doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Like, I also think people in general right now have like uh, unreal, not unreal expectations, but like there's so much, uh, I guess, competitive judgment in a way. You know what I mean? Where like they feel like, oh, I have to do things certain So they're afraid to live their lives to their satisfaction because they're worried about other people's opinions on them yeah. or like, you know, like, Oh, well it's like peer pressure to like, the yeah. Degree. And it's, it's stupid. Cause 
I mean, not everyone lives that way, obviously. And it, I will say, like, I met this chick that lives out of a van, right? She, Did you just gender somebody? Well, she, yeah, she, she she identified herself as a female. There you go. Fuck okay. you. Don't just make it cancel sure. me now, just bitch. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Uh, got your ass. But anyways, no, uh, she, she lives out of her van. And I was like, oh, wow. And it was out of necessity in the beginning. She basically had gotten kicked out. And she was in a really rough relationship and stuff. And I was telling her about the bus that I'm going to be, you know, converting or that. I mean, the process of converting. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Like, I'm, you know, how long have you been doing it? Well, she's been doing it for like three years. And I'm like, oh, shit, because I'm thinking it's been a few months, you know. And right. I'm like, wow. And it's it's I'm not talking like a full size van. This is a caravan. Right. So it's like a minivan. And I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Like, so you live out of there? And she's like, yeah. She was telling me about how where she stays in Walmart parking lots and this and that. I'm like, oh, that's cool. And friends' houses, like she'll just, you know, she has permission to like park on some of their land and stuff. I'm like, that's interesting. And she's like, it's so much more freeing. I don't have bills. I don't have this. I don't, you know, like basically yeah. for her, it's she can like anytime she wants. She's like, hey, I want to go somewhere. You know, like and like she has a job and stuff. But she, I'm like, what do you do for that? And that's her thing is she gym membership. I met her at the gym and she was like gym i just shower at the gym but you find creative ways around it and that's the thing the amount of money she can live off happily is a lot lower than most people nowadays and i'm not saying everything equates to money but in a way like i feel like a lot of people think it does you know like or that you have to have a certain level yeah. to be able to be there yeah 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 i i agree like there's there's a, a a long big chunk of my life i've lived off of a lot less than I would have liked to. And now I, I, at times when I have it, I'm like, shit, I'm no, I'm no happier than I was when I was living off of less. Yeah. And it's, it's those people who find the, that, that equilibrium of how little that they can live off of and how much they can enjoy life. That's, that's where it is. Like, it's a little bit different. Like I'd love to live that life where I, I could just, get in a car and drive wherever, but I have a kid. So I've got to take care of those, that, that responsibility and, and, and get there. Yeah. And, but, oh man, like to go, to get, jump in a car or jump in a bus, jump in a van and just travel the country, being able to work remotely. That is something that like, I would love to do because I love road trips. So it's like, it's one living road trip. It'd be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Ice Queen, now I got a question for you to kind of keep on that self-reliance track that we were talking about. And this is just something I was thinking about. Service industry-wise, Have you, like, what was the most or like the least self-reliant person you've ever met in your life that you've worked with? Because I used to have this bartender, and obviously you as a bartender, you know, like there's a lot of prep that goes into the day to start with. Like you get there early, yeah. and, and, you know, whether it's, you know, stocking, cutting fruit, fruit and- mixes. This motherfucker, every time I'd come in, it was like, I'm like, oh, nothing's done. You know, like absolutely nothing. I'm like, wow, I'm so fucked now because like he'd open and I'd come in and it was like an absolute shit show. Like I'd be like just getting in a seven o'clock rush and I'd be out of fucking everything, like literally like making mixes while I'm like making drinks. And yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've definitely had a few like that that I've worked with. But after I realize that that's who they are, I won't let them leave. Like, I'll get there and they'll be like, anything else? And I'll be like, yep, here's your list. <laughs> and they're like, damn, Ice Queen's a bitch. And you're like, no, nah, dude, oh, you're yeah, fucking Oh, yeah, they job. don't like me. The other day I was, I, when I came in and worked over the weekend, because um, this weekend started off uh, 
March Madness. And so we were crazy. And so I came in on Friday and uh, I got called in for lunch. So I helped some friends that were moving. So me and one other person loaded a 10 foot moving truck. And then I went into work and I worked from noon until 2.30 a.m. Because I got called in to work lunch. So when I get there, I'm like stocking and I'm like moving stuff around because I'm in the basement bar and the other bartender was upstairs. And he's newer to our location. He was from another location. And so he's still learning where things are and whatnot. And I literally like was grabbing mats for my bar and I was upstairs to check to grab fruit. And then I saw that he is a wet floor bartender. Oh, no. And so I just went down and I grabbed two more mats and threw them on the bar floor in his bar and was like, put these there and there. And it was 100% because when I took over that bar later that night, I didn't want to deal with the fucking bullshit and a slip and slide in my bar. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I didn't know we had mats. I was like, yep, you only have to have two. You can put up to five in this bar. Here's where they go if you put them out. But these two always come up and he was like, oh, okay. And he's never not done it since. So yeah, that's good. At least he does that stuff. But like, it's really frustrating. But I I just won't, for the most part, put up with it. There's a couple of bartenders that I work with who I constantly have to like keep an eye on currently and be like, hey, I told you I needed fruit before you left or whatever it is because I'm not playing those games. Yeah. Now, we definitely hired somebody once who like, she was just a little person. And so, like, she couldn't carry a glass rack or, like, a full bus tub. And I was like, or a bucket of ice. And I was like, this is not feasible. I don't care how good of a bartender they are. If we don't have barbacks on a consistent basis, I can't have a bartender who can't pull their weight. Right. Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> like a bucket like of if ice. I have to, if I have to go get a bucket of ice for them, like, they would just, like, fill the ice bucket, like, a third and or like half full and carry it down like 12 times and i was like this is stupid yeah it takes twice as long to do the job twice that's like 17 times as long. Oh, we, we had this uh one I take, two, I take two full ice buckets at a time we used to have this one ice well that would hold four right so four full ice buckets mm-hmm. and i would just fill all four and grab two in each hand and like walk them over and like do it in one go i get yelled at by management because they said i was gonna hurt myself and i was like I like looked at him and I was like, ha. And he's like, no, seriously, I don't want you doing that. Max, I want to see his two. And I'm like, okay, cool. Every fucking time I would walk with four and I just walk right by him. I'm like, I don't call me out. Write yeah. me up. I'm not going to, I'm not going to waste time. Cause it was like, it was we a only fucking, have, yeah. I think we only have three buckets to start with. So I couldn't do four, but you've seen, uh, the bar that I work at both of you, the ice machine is up that first set of stairs. Oof. Mm-hmm. I think, and then like the kitchen is down one set of stairs. I think you, you I think the experiences that you both you guys have had in the service industry is, has trained you not to, you know, rely on other people. Like you are, you're out on an island a lot of a lot of the time. You have to figure out how to solve things and and come up with answers. Like, oh shit, we're out of this. Well, let's see what what can yeah. I do for this. How do I how do I right. problem, problem solve around I'm, this? I mean, I feel yeah. like that's just. I feel like actually that's who I am as a person, and that's why I do so well. Right. In the service industry I, is because I can yeah, think on my point. feet very I've quickly. Seen, I've seen I've seen some people that are like, 
first serving job or they've been in the industry a while and I'm like, wow, they're fucking awful. And it's because they don't have that like ability, ability to, just to just think, think on, on the fly feet. and be like, you know, hey, we're 86 this, but I know you want this. I think this is a good option. Do you want a sample of it or just and some people are like, I'll take your word, especially if they trust you. Like, yeah, let's try it out. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, this thing's fucking great. And you're like, hell yeah. It's a yeah. lot of confidence with it, too. Well, it's, and like, it's... or like, so I know that my house is like a pit, but like things that I have constantly always gotten like really good reviews on any of my like annual, semi annual type reviews for my jobs is uh, organization, organization. And which I know is a little weird considering that I'm yeah. in, in a mess. It's not tidiness, it's organization because I can keep track of everything. And, like, the ability to problem solve and, like, be quick thinking. Those are things that I get, like, I, like I've had bosses who are, like, I never give fives. And you get fives in all of these things. Nice. Because it's, this it's, is something you excel at. It's a crazy thing to even comprehend that people don't have problem solving skills. And, like, it's, it's you're out there and you're, like, I'm going to solve all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like it, because, because why do you solve all these problems? Because you have to. Not because you have problem, to, because it, and I want it, it makes things be easier for you. But I mean, I have right. to like, do it. It's either that or I throw up my hands and go, I don't fucking know. And then I well, yeah, dumb, it's, so it's, it's I like, have to, I have to solve it, it, ignore it. What, what? I guess what are those choices? Like, if you have a problem in front of you, what are the what are the options that you have? You can you can, uh, you can figure out a way it. to solve it. You can stare at it with your fix thumb it or not ass. give a shit. Those yeah. are like the answers. You can not give a shit, or you can complain about it. Right. Oh, complaining. I mean, I'll, I might complain about it, but I'm still either going to fix it or not give a shit. After I might, well, I mean, especially in the, the thing, service industry, I might complain about it while I'm fixing it. Like this like, dumb motherfucker like, doesn't. I'm not right. like. I'll say this is a. I'll say this is a no judgment zone. But I'm judging you. But I'm telling you, I'm judging you while I'm doing it. Doesn't mean I think less of you, but I am judging a little bit. But I mean, think think about that. Like think the think about the people that you know that go through these steps at those times. Like the people who ignore it. Are just like fuck it. They're gonna. They're they're normal. Like they're they don't care. They're just gonna continue on. Like I gotta figure out a way around this. The people who problem solve it is like I've come up with the solution. This is what we're gonna do, and I'm still gonna move past it. The people who complain about it can never get past it. It's it's always the forefront. It's always right there, slapping them in the face. It's always there, and they're gonna complain about it, and it becomes this this focal point for them to live their life on. Where everybody else is like, I don't want to live my life around a problem. I don't want to remember the hard shit. I want to get past this shit and move on. Mm-hmm. Does it seem like is that a fair description of people that, I think like so. going through that? Like, I guess, I guess I've I've I grew up and I, I complained a lot because that's what I learned in in the household that I was in. Like things don't work out. You complain and things don't get better. I joined the military. Learned how to, to you know, be self-sufficient. I, I learned how to do things I was gonna, after I was like, sure. I was going to ask that, Go ahead. Doc. I was going to say, because I just went from service industry with ice cream. And I was going to ask, <clears throat> as far as, like, self-reliance, I feel like the military, like, ingrains that into you. Like, you're going to – I'm I'm sure there are some shitbags that just <laughs> have to follow. You know, like, if they don't get an order, they don't, they'll stand there not knowing what the fuck to do. But it's – it's literally there are people who if you don't tell them exactly what to do and how to do it, they don't know how to ac- accomplish anything. Yeah. And I think it's all walks of life, but I think it might be more apparent in the military because you, you just you're supposed to take and obey orders. But th- some of those orders come with there's intent behind it of, of the solution rather than, you know, this is exactly what I want it done. But you also have to learn like the, I guess people don't people are afraid to fail. Yeah. Nobody's ever learned anything by being successful every time they do something. Right. 
The only time you learn something is when somebody criticizes you, somebody critiques you, and when you fail and you learn, that's not how I do this. Let me solve the way to do this. Being told the answer is never a solution. Being told what to do is never the solution. Here, figure it out. The only time I solve something for somebody else is when I'm sick and absolutely fucking tired of hearing them complain about it. I'm like, this is your fucking solution. And they says, well, that's not the solution. Well, what's the fucking solution then? If you aren't going to try anything, get the fuck out of here and stop complaining about it. I don't want to hear about it. And that's that's where I'm at with a couple of people in life. It's just like, fuck off, dude. Either try and fix this shit, get past it, or stop fucking talking about it. Your life doesn't revolve, revolve around being a, in a shitty place. Fix it. Yeah. If you would, like, I'm sorry, I'm like going, going off. (laughs) I'm just fucking heated at it. Like, it's how fucking ignorant do you have to be that you can't solve your own fucking problems? And that's where I I go the opposite way where I I will, I will say like, yeah, this is what you should do. But then if they don't listen, then that's where I'm just like, cool, I'm not going to listen to you. They'll either fix it or, or they won't. But if I still want to be their friend, then that's my solution because I'm not going to deal with that kind of like. I got like build up around it. So I got yelled at, uh, not yelled at, but I got kind of like, I was told that I was rude because what happened was you were rude. Yes. A family member called and was like, blah, 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 blah. I was like talking about some shit. And I was like trying to give some, you know, explanation of like my interpretation. And I kept getting a, yeah, but, or, uh, basically it was like, I could have, I hate. Yeah. But yeah, I absolutely hate it. It's, it's, you're right. But you're also wrong. Right. And it was like, it was, it was just a bunch of yeah, buts. And it was nothing I was saying actually mattered. I could, you know what I mean? Like it was just a, a filler for them to like think of something else to whine about or complain about. So it got to a point where I was like, all right, you know what? Like I was starting to get a little, not heated, but I was like getting like, okay, you're, you're not even fucking paying attention. What about this, this, this? And it was like, like, okay, uh, well, I need another monitor, but I don't have space for a monitor grab a small desk put a monitor on the desk next to you well yeah but i don't have a keyboard and mouse you don't have 20 bucks for a keyboard and mouse but you'll spend money on this dumb shit right i'm like coming up with instant solutions like i don't see the the issue and it was like just uh, excuse after excuse right so finally yeah. i was like i was i could tell i was getting upset so while i was talking i got cut off like three times and i was like you know what and it was like a yeah but at the end and i was like you know what i was like i tell you what I'm just going to end the conversation here. Best of luck to you on this, but I don't need this. Right. And I was told that I was being rude because I was choosing like, and I was like, I stopped and I was like, no, no, it's not. I'm not trying to be rude. If you're taking it that way, I apologize, but this isn't going anywhere and I can feel my blood pressure going up and I just don't need this in my life. So good luck to you. I hope, you know, I hope you figure it out. It's crazy that you can literally tell somebody the answer, the solution to their problem. And then they don't want to hear it. That's that's if I guess if anybody out here is listening to this and you are to- constantly told or you've experienced both ends of the spectrum of the, being the one who is trying to help somebody solve their problems or being told what the solution is to your problem and then being like, yeah, but if you want to try and find an excuse to why a solution won't work without actually trying it, you're part of the problem. It. It's plain and simple. You're not wrong. And that is like exactly where I am with it every time. Like, cool. You don't like what I have to say? I don't have to listen to you. 
And also, I feel like that is a perfect segue into like our podcast. Sorry about your feelings, dude. Like, yeah, if it upsets it's, you, yeah, that's on you. You you got a choice. You can you can live life accepting life. You can live life ignoring life, or you can live life making it better. With all that being said, thank you for being here for another episode of Sorry About Your Feelings. Pew, 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 pew. Bang. Bang. Finger bang. Bang.